What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast. We are back. A long-awaited podcast. Back from vacation. I wanted to do one by the poolside in Naples, Florida. I'm in quarantine right now. As you can see behind me, I got the Bob Marley the Bob Marley tank top. Rocked that a few times. little picture on Instagram right now. And, uh, you know, we're going to get into this podcast, but I just want to tell you what a trip I had. I'm going to play a couple videos for you of a nice little house tour of the house I stayed in, the compound south, the south compound. Not, not, don't get it twisted with the one that I house sit for in the north, the king of the north, the king of the south. It was a little Game of Thrones action, poolside, a lot of drinks, a lot of drinks, a lot of drinks. But it was a great time, a great, a great family event. I was happy to be on the private jet, the G4, and uh, drink a champagne back and forth. F- fast flight throughout three hours, three and a half hours. Landed, it was 80 degrees. Got back to Vermont. It was snowing. It was rainy. It was slushy. It was about 35. It's been a, a cold up and down week. I got no symptoms of anything. I'm not doing any COVID tests. I'm doing my 14-day quarantine. I know my buddy Kyle Blair, the killer bee, has got a birthday today. I wish I could be out there drinking with the folks, but that's unfortunate. It's not happening. But we're going to get into the podcast. I hope everybody is live and in tune. I got the pod in. I get to hear the, the background noises that I'm playing, so... I get to hear the intro, the outro. I hope everything's going good for everybody out there. You're living good. Hopefully, you're not in Texas with the crazy snowstorms, the thawing, the the rain, the you know the electricity, the power grids, everything that went nuts down there. Hopefully, everyone's safe, doing a good thing, doing good deeds. We're gonna get into the podcast right now. Don't forget at Reese Forty Five MC. Twitter, Instagram, we're definitely on YouTube right now, so I hope you want to join it. Shout out to Problematic, reaching out. We're going to do an interview with him coming up in a couple weeks. Hopefully, we'll have that video, video conference. We're going to set that up. I just barely got this new microphone stand, uh, camera stand, little elbow action, little elbow macaroni. It's got the springs, got the setup for the Logitech C290 camera that we've been rocking to HD. I hope you enjoyed last episode it's been about two weeks now we had to take our time we had to get everything set up it's a new setup in here and uh we got more things coming so i hope you enjoy the be cool podcast don't forget to leave a like a subscribe hit the notification bell so you know when the new episode comes out don't forget to leave some comments in the bottom we can talk about it the community is growing i like to get the views up i don't know why the views are so low right now but we're gonna uh, somehow we're gonna have to do some kind of um maneuvering some manipulation within the system i don't know the algorithms right now that youtube's using we got to get those subs up so we can get that money flowing in and we can get to a you know a better place studio wise vocals are great the video is great i just got to get a better system to be able to get this podcast out immediately when it's recorded so i'm i got no haircut then three days haven't shaved my head the beard's a little fucked up the skin's not as glowy as I would like, but we we were in the sun for so many days, pool all day, drinks all day, good food, had some ceviche for the first time at a nice Japanese restaurant in downtown Naples, had some good tacos, 
had some good cigars at a cigar bar. I mean, it was just a wonderful time. I had great shopping trips. I bought some shoes for some people. Bought some uh, Trump 2020 stuff. I'm not a big Trump supporter. I'm not a Republican supporter because of the craziness that goes both ways. But I do support the people. I do support the people who like the things that they like. So I support that kind of nonsense. I got no problem with it. It is what it is. That's life. So we're going to get right into the person of the week. I don't know if you knew this before, but March 9th is the day that Biggie Smalls was killed in uh, 1995. 24 years old person of the week has got to be biggie smalls the illest biggie biggie a rap phenomenon notorious big christopher wallace rest in peace it's almost march 9th now so i figured why not this be the person of the week biggie smalls a, a young kid mother from jamaica every summer he'd go to jamaica see his grandmother spend time for as four or five weeks, whatever time it was. There's a good documentary out right now on Biggie. Probably one of the best ones that's been done documentary-wise. doesn't focus on so much of certain things, but just tells his life story. Only 24 years old when he was murdered in Los Angeles celebrating his Life After Death double album release. And, uh, you know, you're young. You, you, you get involved with some things that, you know, are out of your control sometimes. And, you know, bad circumstances happen to a lot of people. A lot of people never reach their full potential in life. But for some, Biggie maybe did reach his potential. He he got out of the crack game. He was selling crack as a young teenager, working the streets of Fulton Ave in Brooklyn, New York. And, you know, eventually was able to get involved with the music, got involved with 50 Grand. The DJ was able to get a, a, a mixtape done. Got got the ear of Puffy Sean Combs, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, and eventually was signed to Bad Boy. They put out Life After Death, the double album, the year that he was uh, eventually murdered. But the first album that they recorded together was Ready to Die, which has the infamous baby picture of Biggie on the white cover. So I hope you have listened to Notorious B.I.G. in in your lifetime. Some great music, a lot of bangers on there, a lot of deep stories, a lot of introspective stories from a a young kid, 24 years old. Very hard to uh, imagine when you look back at it. At my age growing up, I mean, I was 1995, sophomore in high school, 14 years old, Biggie's, well, probably junior year, Biggie dies, and, well, no, 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 it can't be. Sophomore year, Biggie's dead, Pac died year before that, and the documentary was just a good good documentary, really tells the story from selling crack, living in New York, his potential, the things that he was interested in. He was a drawer. He liked to draw. He was an artist as a young kid. But when you see the money that comes in from selling drugs on the street, it's it's unbelievable. When you're making $1,000 a week, $1,000 a day, you know, it's hard to walk away from that kind of money to pursue dreams of whatever you could possibly make when you're getting money right there where you're paying 
for what you need. He had a young kid, a daughter early. Then he had a son. And, you know, Notorious B.I.G., person of the week, celebrating his, you know, the remembrance of his death coming in five days. And it's just a, a just another sad loss. You know, when I look back on the Nipsey hustle, losing Nipsey, and, uh, you know, I'm a big Tupac fan, always been a rider for the West. I love Tupac. I loved his mentality. I loved his angst. I love his militia. Militant views and um, focus on some of his stuff, and he was a young kid too. He died when he was 25 years old, and you, it's it's hard to judge a person when they're that young, when they're creating such uh, unbelievable music for the time that they're creating it. You know, Tupac is ahead was ahead of his time. His mother was a Black Panther, and so thus that kind of you know. That fortitude is, you can hear it in the music. He's trying to get so much out. That's why there's so much music that came after his death. And he just kept on making music when he was alive. So we have just a plethora of, you know, uh, acapellas that they rework and put into new songs. And Biggie, I don't know if he was that in depth of making music at a crazy pace just to fulfill a destiny of maybe his life would be over early. I don't think his albums really had anything to do with the the fear of death, but more of the journey of life. That's what he was getting prepared for. He has he had two kids. Um, he married Faith Evans, and he was on his way to... He was trying to put all the nonsense that happened in the last few years of his life behind him so he could look towards the future you know, grow his empire and make a life for his family so they wouldn't have to deal with the struggles he did as a young kid. So check out Biggie Smalls. I shouldn't say Biggie Smalls. Some some fuck boy fucked that up. Back in the day, they, you know, put a trademark on that Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls is the illicit. It's notorious B.I.G. That's that motherfucking man. Brooklyn, New York. Bed-Stuy. Stand the fuck up. And if you've never seen it, check out the, the new documentary, about big uh, notorious big check out all his music ready to die life after death there's tons of you know um you know great songs that artists did recollecting the memories they had of biggie and you know we'll always love big papa that's all i can say junior mafia stand up so check out biggie smalls one of the best to ever do it top five dead or alive no questions asked the cadence, just the ability to put rhymes together in the storytelling was unbelievable. Not a not a real political guy, but just more of an introspective, more of a be able to look inside and be able to tell you how he's feeling, what he's going through with, you know, no regard of judgment. Today, it's very hard to do that, but that's that's the 90s for you. Thank God I grew up in that era. So check out Biggie Smalls. You know, I talk about the story... The man of the week, the the person of the week, and I'm, I love being able to you know t tell these stories. Some of the things that really affected me growing up, and you know when I'm watching this documentary this week, when I watched it, I was like, I got to be the story that the man of the person of the week. It's got to be Biggie Smalls. It's got to be Notorious B.I.G. It's got to be Christopher Wallace. It's got to be this man because of the legacy he left for every rapper that came after him, and. If you don't know who big you don't know who big is, 
in his music and you're in the music game, you don't know what you're doing. You, you're, you're, missing, you're missing a huge part of what it takes to tap into the lifestyle, the reality, the, the journey, you know, the progress of just knowing one thing and exploring the world to, you know, try to figure out what you can add to it, what you can gain from it, what you can put out there in the atmosphere and the, and the stardust and, you know, allow others to live off the greatness that you, you know, portray and then you exude. So just remember those things when you're going through life and you, you know, you have those kind of heroes or those admirations of other people, those celebrity types that you, you know, you look at what they're really doing, what they're doing for other people and, and you know, what they're putting out there in the world, what kind of energies. So you can try to absorb some of those things and understand them at a greater level, greater depth. I suggest to do that for anything that you really care about. You know, the story of the week, this was going to be the person of the week for me, but when, once I, you know, watched the documentary, it struck so many nerves into me and so many memories at that I had to, you know, I had to talk about Biggie in a, uh, in a greater sense. So, but this person could, is right there with him, but this is the story of the week. Unfortunately, this week we lost Bunny Whaler, one of the, uh, founding members of the Whalers, Bob Marley and the Whalers, him and Peter Tosh and Bob Marley, they created the Whalers together as young kids. They did a lot of doo-wop kind of music they followed a lot from the oldies of uh the beatles and stuff that that like that they had the sound of that that older that older music that you know that doom boom 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 you know just that that doo-wop bebop kind of stuff that wasn't what bob marley truly became like the the narrative of what we know bob marley as is just a, a great songwriter, a, a a real politician of Jamaica, a real spokesperson for Jamaica and his ability to, you know, fight the powers that be to to stand up against the forces that were destroying his people. That's what to me what Bob Marley really represents. It's not about weed smoke, it's not about Rastafari, it's not about it's about people, it's about the struggles people went through and, and exploring that and telling that information to the people that were listening to. He didn't he didn't care about making number one hits. He made the music he made was heartfelt, truthful, and eventually when you do that and you have the talent that he had, you're able to, you know, sell millions and millions of records and go on world tours and have your name live for eternity. And so Bunny Whaler was one of those, and his real name is uh, Neville Livingston, O'Reilly Livingston, and he is just a, uh, you know, one of the forefathers of reggae music in Jamaica. Unfortunately, he lost his life this week battling uh, complications with a stroke he had earlier in the year, and you know, it was just a sad loss. I love, I love everything about reggae music. I love what it represents. I've, I've listened to it since. Uh, early on in high school, probably freshman year, sophomore year, I finally heard the whole uh, Greatest Hits album in my African American Studies class. Shout out to Miss Hubner, you know, shout out to that because that you don't, I never expected something like that to really touch me. That was the only class really I had in high school that 
affected me in a major way that made me focus and understand things that some people today have a tough time grasping. So I appreciate what, you know, when you go, when you, when you care about things and when something touches you in that way, you should take a deeper dive. You should look into where it came from, who created it, what's it all about, like the understanding of something. And when I when I grew up further in in life, when I was able, when I was starting to make music, that's when I found documentaries, when I found stories and information about the people that I idolized growing up in the music I listened to. And Bob Marley was a huge part of that. And getting to know who Peter Tosh was and Bunny Whaler, the people who created the Whalers and that music at the time, was just unbelievable. So Bunny Whaler was with Bob Marley and the Whalers for a while, but then there was some tension about where they wanted to go, what kind of music that they wanted to create. And so Peter Tosh and Bunny left around the same time period. And they went on their separate ways to do solo. Peter Tosh and Bunny Will are just legends in the same sense of Bob Marley, but more so for people in Jamaica. And it's just a, uh, a sad thing. I hate when you lose people that are the creators of something. Because when you lose that, you it's like when you lose a, a person who cooks a certain f- food from a region where only... There's only so many people who actually make those original recipes. So not Colonel Sanders KFC shit. I'm talking about really sticking to, you know, what their ancestors, how they actually created food. So, you know, losing such as as Bunny Whaler this week and then, you know, seeing the Biggie documentary and just reflecting and remembering all these kind of things in my past, in my childhood growing up that really, you know, made me who I am were, were great influences on the, my outlook today and my ability to not see people for the color of their skin or the people that they voted for in the last election but for who they are really the content of someone's character that's what to me life is all about that I, I love I could care less about the shoes I have the clothes I have the the PS5 the fucking internet I, I care about hanging out with the people I love, seeing those people happy. I love happiness. I love seeing joy in people's eyes. I love seeing people celebrating life. And I, I love celebrating death because death is the ultimate end for everybody. No no other place are we going other than to the grave or to the sky. Where how dust, you know, unto dust thou art, and to dust thou art shall return. So that's just the way it is. I'm not religious. I don't believe in all that. But I do believe that when you die, you're dead. And that's the ultimate path in life. That's where we're going. There's no other There's no other way to go. So you cherish the things that you in life that life is. We breathe every day. We have these strange things called emotions that everybody has differently. Everyone likes different things. Everyone loves different things. And we just are, we are just dust in the wind. We have to understand that and we have to celebrate the things that we care about, the things that really mean things to other people and the the growth and the aspirations that people have. You have to, you know, lift those up because you want, if you, if you just sit back and just do the, the normal thing, if you want to, if you do what people tell you to do, get married, buy a house have kids blah 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 if you want to follow those rules that's all good and dandy but when those when things happen 
within that system. That's just the way life is. You can't you can't blame anybody for cr making the choices that you made. These are the choices you made. And with those choices, sometimes your marriage doesn't work out. Sometimes your house gets foreclosed on. Sometimes you lose a child. Sometimes your child has to bury you. You know, these are sad circumstances that we are living in greater now because of certain pandemics that have happened and just the crazy craziness that it, it lives within our own society. So hopefully that people grasp that at some point, because I when I think about the whalers, bunny whaler and the things that he created, the music he created, that joy and, you know, the enlightenment that he brought throughout his music and his life is it's sad that that gets washed away when people don't really listen to what really, you know, take heed of what is being said. So hopefully, you know, that in the future can be gained, can be, you know, spread throughout the world at a, at a greater depth other than just a tweet or an Instagram post, because we need more of that in life, especially now, more now than ever. And getting deeper into that, that kind of thought process, the, the movie of the week. I didn't think I, I totally forgot about what the name of this movie was before I clicked on it and watched it last night. But it's the uh, Mauritanian. So or the, the Mauritanian, I was thinking about the Manchurian. The Manchurian. But the Mauritanian, the Manchurian is the one where uh, I can never remember. I want to say it's Liam. Liam, not Liam Neeson. It's the other one. It's the good one. It's the guy from uh, fucking I can never remember these fucking shows. Ray Donovan. He plays Ray Donovan. He's in that good movie Hurricane. That's when I first think I watched him. Um, can, can't remember this actor's name, but he was the Manchurian Candidate. The Manchurian Candidate actually wasn't him. It, he was in it, but it's Denzel Washington. Oh, an old, older movie. Probably 15, 10, 15 years old now. Maybe probably more than 15. And where it's a candidate for... he Denzel kills the like a president, who someone who's running for president. Little story, you go back and... But the movie I'm talking about is The Mauritanian. Now, I thought... Now, a Mauritanian is a person, a native person from Mauritania, where, so this movie is with Jodie Foster and the girl, can I, can't, now I can't remember this girl's name, sexy little broad, younger broad, probably 25, 30 years old, and uh, this movie is about Jodie Foster, who is a lawyer, civil rights kind of lawyer, and it's about a terrorist uh, what's this fucking guy's name? Muhammad Al Salahi. Now this guy was, you know, sp supposed to be a part of the 9/11 attacks. He was in imprisoned in Guantanamo Bay in 2002 for 14 years without any kind of charges brought up against him. Jody Foster was the lawyer that was took took the case and eventually. They, he won the case, but then served another seven years because there was uh, Obama presidency. Something happened in there where they, uh, you know, appealed. They oh, there was an appeal by the administration where he spent seven more years before he was eventually freed. So, um, great story. It just gets in depth of how 
crazy hour uh, military tri tribunal, how our justice system works at Guantanamo Bay. Obviously, that's been a, a big part of a lot of election um, debate in the last eight years. And, you know, we still haven't closed that that um, it's not it's, it's like a facility. It's almost a, a prison camp for terrorists and other, you know, um, other people suspected of, you know, detrimental causes to United States citizens. It's it's held by military control. It's in the Caribbean, the Caribbean uh, near Cuba and Guantanamo Bay. It's it's uh, if you haven't heard of it, take a look into it watch this movie it's really well done it's it's um jody foster does a great job all the actors did a fat fantabulous job on this movie and it really makes you um think about just our military complex of how how um politics can get involved how how people how just society's views can be involved how things of every nature in our society and information is lost how corrupt systems are it's just it's 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 a rough it's a rough watch but it's really well done it's really good i suggest watching it it's a great movie and again it's called the mauritanian the mauritanian so i i say it like it's a like i'm a fucking italian i've been watching the sopranos for the last two couple weeks just binge watching this on hbo max i'm in at the end of season four right now and so I got a lot of Italian uh, juice come running through me, a lot of bolognese, a lot of ziti, a lot of gubernagants, you know. I, I don't know what to do about it, but the Mauritanian is uh, in, actually in Africa, so Mauritania. So um, check this movie out. It's really well done. Like I said, the acting is superb. Probably going to win some awards in the upcoming upcoming months and weeks when they have you know the oscars from uh satellite feed from whoever and whoever check it out great movie i suggest watching it, it probably twice just to get a grasp on it it's really well done it's about two and a half hours long i can't really remember how long it was but i think it's a little past uh, a little under three hours and those kind of things when i when i watch them you 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 got to really focus. You know, if you I love movies that are really well done and acted per, at incredible levels because I love watching movies like that. Just as last episode's uh, last episode of the podcast movie of the week was Judas and the Black Messiah about the Fred Hampton's murder sanctioned by the US government is you know it makes you really really want to know really want to understand even further just like i said with the music that i grew up listening to how when i started making music i wanted to learn where it came from like where these some of these lyrics came from to to understand what this artist was you know putting together when they were you know creating this kind of stuff you know i i'm a little parched right now but i'm still i'm still trying to survive out here so that that kind of uh you know that kind of artistry that when you're watching a movie such as the last two that I've talked about is you have to at some point understand it you have to feel it you have to absorb it because if you're not absorbing it you're never going to understand it you're never going to feel somewhat the way that they're trying to make you feel 
And I think that's where a lot of people are lost today. I think that's why our country is divided on so many issues where it shouldn't be. I don't think we should be divided on so many things because we're not getting the proper information. Somehow, somehow the, you know, the airwaves are tilting in different ways and we never get the, the, the true concept of what is actually happening. You can't be, you know, there shouldn't be a debate on whether police should be defunded. If we're not getting the right facts about what the funding actually is, then we're not getting the proper information. If our citizens are being killed, do you think your citizens should be killed in your in your country for for absolutely nothing for a regular traffic stop? Okay, then let's have that discussion. But we shouldn't have a one sided view on it. There should be an understanding. Do you think education is an important issue in our country? Then there we go. Let's talk about that thing. But why is it so? Everything has to be so one sided. It has to be your views right, my views wrong. Everyone is not correct because if you're just living in this world and you're not up front battling for those certain things, then you, you don't have the proper information. You're just hearing hearsay. You're watching any kind of episode, any kind of news show, any kind of uh, entertainment that's going to give you the view that maybe you agree with or maybe you don't agree with but you're not going to get you're not never going to be able to dissect it because you're not going to take the time to do that because there's so many instagram followers that you got to go through so many snapchat so many tiktoks to watch throughout the day that you're not taking the time to really care about the shit that really fucking matters out there you got all the time in the world to be clicking on your phone but you got not not enough time to be clicking the shit in your brain that's supposed to make a difference People had the only had the time in the world back in the 60s was to read a fucking newspaper because you only had three channels to deal with. You had no video games to play. You had no uh, tablets. You had no phones that you had to be touching at every second of every day to be able to uh, feel like you've accomplished something. You know, you had to read the newspaper. You had to read articles. You had to try to decipher your own opinions throughout the information you were given. And not and every newspaper had different articles. Every every writer writes differently. Not everybody is a fact based reporter. Some things are made for entertainment value. Not everything is given to you straightforward. And the real ain't real. Because fake is fake. You know, when you have to coin a term called fake news, it's because you don't agree with what those people are saying. And it's unfortunate, but this is the life we live in. There's so many avenues of information out there that we are, we're all just combusting and, you know, we're, everything's a target today. So I hope that at the end of the day, you're able to take a break, take a breath, you know, take a little sip of water. How about a Poland Springs? Not sponsored by it, but celebrated by it. You got to love the juice. The juice is loose out here. So take the time. Care about another motherfucker. Don't be so judgmental. Live life. Celebrate it. it listen, cuffing season is just about at the end of its term. I'm house sitting in a couple weeks. I'm in quarantine right now. I'm not mad at it. I wore a mask in Florida. I wasn't worried about it. Nobody's going to point their finger and judge me because I don't get judged. I don't give a fuck. You can judge all you want, but I'm never going to take that and say, oh, maybe I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing that wrong. I know what I'm doing is truthful. It's honorable. It's honest. And, 
you know, the podcast is entertainment at sometimes. You know, I do I do a lot of things within the podcast that maybe some people don't agree with, but it's this is entertainment. This isn't uh CNN uh morning news. This isn't Fox News in the morning with Brett Baird. I'm not sitting here giving you 100% facts. I'm giving you 100% me. Reese 45, more Reese, Momo, Promomo Gaming. This is the honesty. This is the truth. This is my truths. Not everything I say is 100% fact-based. Sometimes I do it for entertainment value. Sometimes I do it to get people riled up. You know what the best thing in life is? Getting riled up. getting un- to Because if you need to understand something, I'm here to do that for you. I don't mind pushing you closer to the edge so you understand that the edge might kill you. Understand that that jump off the cliff may be the last time that you're taking a breath. You got you to gotta focus on certain things. You got to embrace certain things. And I hope that it all works out at the end. Do your thing. Celebrate life. And for, don't forget, be cool, motherfuckers. This is Be Cool Radio's Songs of the Week. Starting off at number five is Drake Wants and Needs featuring Little Baby. Progress, money's not an object, busy than a motherfucker, you know how my job get, barking up the wrong tree, you know how the dogs get, haven't fallen off yet, come with a classic, they come around years later and say it's a sleeper, the ears are real, the petty is real, might charge my ex for a feature, deposit the money to Brenda Letitia, Alinda Felicia. And number four, Ash featuring Phineas, till forever falls apart, nice little banger. Cause you've got me and you know That I've got you and I know If the tide takes California I'm so glad I got to hold ya Number three, Thomas Rhett, growing up, a little country banger for all of y'all. I don't even like that country shit, but I hope all y'all like this one. Had a trusty spot down by the lake. Beers were cold, ideas were fake. Love was just a word we'd say for a midnight kiss. Ain't come a long way, but I've come a little. Hanging out somewhere out in the middle. Number two, Rex Life Raj, Built for Everything. What a unbelievably put-together song. Lyrics out the ass. I hope you like this one. Donkey, donkey, motherfuckers. Look, we all brainwashed, bro. It's hard to see what it really is. They give us little pills for man-made mental illnesses. I swipe my thumb up. It's like Amazon when I need a whip. It's a fucking pandemic. I ain't walking on no dealership. To too many of these microdoses, bro. I'm seeing shit. Seen a fork in the road, and I ain't go to where it's easiest. My nigga did a bid for some weed, and he's still in there. The white boy sold the same thing. Now he a millionaire. Uh, I've been in the mix like Alex Toomey. Bitch, I cry myself, so go fuck all your flowers and your bouquets. Prototypical nigga. I love chicken and Kool-Aid, but was conscious of my skin tone before I could tie my shoelace. Uh. Love. She- and coming in 
number one on Be Cool Radio Songs of the Week is Bruno Mars featuring that the Dosecki's drinking motherfucker, Anderson Pock. Leave the door open. Unbelievable. I hope you enjoy it. And thank you for tuning in to the Be Cool Podcast and the Be Cool Radio's Songs of the Week. In a road trip, trip. I look too good, look too good to be alone. Woo.